Hey, this is Ollie, and welcome to the Private Members Podcast for the Body Reset. This podcast has been built to help build the skill set of health so you're equipped with the skills to navigate life in a body that never holds you back. I'm going to walk you through some of the core concepts, beliefs, and strategies we use in the Body Reset coaching system to help transform your body, upgrade your energy, and dive deeper into understanding long-term health and performance. Let's find that first domino. Hey group, I believe we are live on Facebook. I'd uh, love to see who is watching live. You can just write live below. And if you're watching later on at replay as well, I'd love to see who's uh, on this call. As it is hopefully titled above me right now, if you are sick, watch this. As we've been experiencing certainly inside the program over the last couple of months, it seems like half of Australia and New Zealand is sick right now with uh, the flu, COVID, something else in between. Um, something's coming up. So we really want to just do a really quick training today to go through some of those top steps that I think are really important. And uh, there's a certain generation that uh, look at this through uh, another pill to pop, but I think there's some much deeper things that we can take into account that you can do to, today to really improve that a lot. So uh, if you haven't already met Mandy, uh, we've got Mandy on the call, who's our clinical nutritionist inside of the Meta Project, and uh, she's an absolute walking encyclopedia, as she's known in our, inside our world. So I'd love to um, have her on the call to really walk you through this and make sure that we present a couple of things for you to focus on moving forward. So like I said, if you are watching live, please uh, comment below. I'd love to see who's on. And if you've got any questions, please uh, drop them below as well, and we can circle back around to them as well. All right. So Mandy, I'll really keep it up to you and we'll, we'll dive into some of these points. Oh, awesome. Do you want to put that first yeah. slide up then? So I want to give you guys three quick strategies today to help you bounce back quicker if you are already sick. Because like Ollie said, we have been seeing so much sickness coming through with our clients at the moment and just in the general population. And it is a little bit of a difference when it comes to how we deal with what we do once we're already sick compared to what we do to support our body before we get sick. Okay. So I really want to focus on what we do if we're already sick today. And, and the three key points really are about supporting our immune system to do the job that it already does, but supporting to do it really well. So first point is slide number two, sugar is not your friend when you're sick. We really, really need to be active at reducing our sugar intake is from the minute we get sick. And I'm going to tell you why. So when we are infected with a bacteria or a virus, in most cases at the moment, it's viruses going around, that virus gets into our body and it starts to spread. Okay. And what our immune cells have to do is they have to move from wherever they are in the body to the location where the virus is. And then they have to engulf the virus and then they basically digest it. So they break it up into all its little parts and then they remove it from the body. So there's quite a little bit of movement that has to happen for our white blood cells there. And what sugar does is sugar has been shown to reduce the ability for our blood cells to locate viruses. And it's once it does get there, it's reduced the ability of the um, white blood cell to break the virus up. So it means that not only by the time that it gets there is the virus spread further, meaning we've got worse symptoms, we feel really horrible. It means that we're likely to stay sick for longer because there's a whole lot more work to do because the enemy has got in further, basically. And this is a really important point, right? We had um, a lady inside of a program just come back from France where it was lovely and she came back and she got sick the day after. And uh, straight away, those cravings go up. And I think that's a really important point to bring sugar into the, the mix because typically we we don't have the same hunger. We we tend to eat sort of easier foods and that's usually where our sugar intake kind of skyrockets. Unfortunately, yeah, because you're feeling a bit rubbish. So you kind of gravitate to those comfort foods and gravitate yeah. to those easy foods. And, and yeah. like you say, you kind of, you don't have that same hunger drive. So you're kind of looking for things that are easy to digest, which often carbohydrates are. Yeah. So it's really about looking at the keeping the complex carbs in there, but really massively reducing any of those added sugar forms and things like juices and fruit juices and too much honey even and all mm. of those things can have that same impact so it's just about keeping that as low as we can and from the minute that we get sick 
Yeah. So really, really interesting point is those places that you're not sure sugar come from that we've talked about a lot with like understanding labels, but you know, your orange juices, your, your mm. sauces, those things that you're not actually, you know, honey, right? We, we're always, mm. let's have that lemon and honey uh, drink. And yeah. uh, you know, honey seems to be the one that we lead towards, but we're just boosting up our sugar intake. So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, certainly a big one to come through. You also- and in a very small dose, like in a, in a lemon and honey drink, but if you're drinking like five or six or seven or more or something, yeah. of those in, in one go is quite a significant amount. Yeah. And when you said complex carbs, can you break that down? What would be one or two that you'd be leaning on a bit more? So your, your root vegetables, your potatoes, your cumbria, carrots, all of those, brown rice, quinoa, lentils, those sorts of things, yeah. just sticking to the more, the foods that look like the form they grow in is what yeah. I would narrow term complex carbs. Easy. All right. So on one side, we've got the foods that we should have less of. I guess yeah. next one is more that we should have more of. Yes. Yeah. And prioritizing protein. And this is a tricky one because like we said, you, when you're sick, your appetite is often a little bit reduced because your body is focused <sighs> on dealing with the virus and not on digesting food. So it's probably going to be a case of needing to find foods that you feel like. And this is where chicken soup is such a beautiful thing because you can often feel like that chicken soup. It's a bit homely and it's a bit comforting but it has that protein in there but protein is really important when we're sick because there's a whole bunch of things that our body needs it for there's going to be some destruction to our white blood cells and to replace those we need protein okay there's also going to be some collateral damage to our cells and our tissues though this is this is where we can get ongoing inflammation or where we can get those ongoing symptoms for example like a cough that just doesn't go away for weeks and weeks and weeks after we've been sick because there's some sort of damage that's happened to our you know our lung and our esophagus tissue and we need protein to repair that then we also need protein to build antibodies antibodies are the things that our body makes in response to getting sick that stop us getting sick from that bug next time so the more protein we have there the better likelihood we are to make antibodies meaning that next time we're less likely to get sick from the same bug and then Protein also helps to keep our blood sugar stable and avoid that blood sugar response, which we know can then reduce the effectiveness of our white blood cells. And then alongside that, with most protein foods, we get a whole lot of other nutrients. So if you're getting your protein from animal sources like red meat, chicken, fish or eggs, you're going to be getting some zinc, some vitamin A and some B vitamins as well, which are all also nutrients that we need to make our immune cells function well. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, well, one of the things I've said a couple of times is, uh, you know, my my red my steak for the day is my multivitamin, right? You're getting all of those nutrients from there, and it's also very bioavailable, so that's helpful. But you mentioned a point there of things like chicken soups or things that allow us to get our higher protein meals in when we just don't feel like eating or our appetite's a little low. So you know, adding in protein powders or adding in the soups and things that are a little bit more digestible, just so we're hitting that target that let's say somewhere between eighty and one hundred twenty grams at minimum, we're sort of hitting when we're still sick. Would that be about right? Yeah, yeah. I think the soup's a really good way or a protein shake if you can go that way. But I think a soup's really nice too because you could put in there some ginger and stuff like that, which is good. Mm. But also you're getting that hydration component and some electrolytes and stuff like that as well, which is all good. Yeah, cool. All right. And then both of those on the food standpoint, but we've got a third one to dive into really on that recovery, which is probably not an uncommon one, but it's up to your angle you take from this is a little bit different. So I'll, I'll leave you to it. It's a funny one, this one, because it's su- it's such a boring point because it's what our mum would have said to us and we probably never did. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, 
It's a funny one too because we're pretty tough. Kiwis are pretty tough, right? But there's also this lie, right? And I call it the great codrill lie. And it's their marketing, their marketing tagline, right? And it's super catchy that it helps you to soldier on as if that is a good thing. And the thing is, is soldiering on when you're sick is not a good thing to do. When, when you're sick, your body is fighting a war, okay? And it needs all the resources it can to be going and focused to dealing with that, that situation right now. And if we continue doing all the things that we do, like um, work, Working and, and being mentally active and, and all that sort of stuff, then a certain amount of resources that could have been sent to there are now being sent to here. And so the battle's being fought with half the men, basically. And so what's going to happen is you're going to stay feeling rubbish for longer because it's just going to take longer to deal with that infection over time. So it's really not a cost-effective way to recover from an illness. You're better to take two days, really sleep it off with some good chicken soup and then get back to work rather than just forcing yourself through and taking three weeks to fight through and recover because you've worked too hard through the process. Yeah, and that's, a you know, I got sick, as you know, two weeks back and that was the first time I'd been knocked down in like a decade. It really got me good. And I think there's a lot of people in that same boat, right? They've managed to soldier on on like sort of little things coming through and they've really been smacked with something hard and something I really highlighted from that experience was it's not just not going to exercise or going for a run it's that mental capacity aspect too and you mentioned sort of half half the people aren't there to fight the battle because that mental capacity and this this applies to your stress component and just how much energy your brain takes up when you're really focusing and being able to rest and truly rest allows that to be a three or four day sickness not a two or three weeks Yeah, yeah. we totally underestimate how much energy our brain uses and and that being either mentally focused or mentally stressed is a massive depleter of, you know, all the nutrients that a body could use. So, yeah, it's it's a tricky, it's hard to do. It is hard to do when you get sick and it takes you out and you're like, I actually really need to stop now. But it will make such a difference in the recovery phase if we are actually sick. Makes a big difference. Yeah. Awesome team. So I hope this one was helpful. Uh, As you can tell, Mandy's uh, a really, really smart cookie and awesome person to have on, on, on in our corner. So hopefully you found today valuable. Hopefully it was a bit of a nudge you you needed if you are feeling a bit of run down or, or you've noticed that that, uh, that lurgy is just not quite leaving you yet. You're just not quite giving it time to build it up. And uh, if you want to dive a little bit deeper into this, Mandy's built an entire document on this. Uh, that, so if you just comment uh, immunity below and we'll send that out to you over the next couple of days. But hopefully today was helpful. It just walks you through a couple of those first steps. And like I said, if you have comment below, we can send that one through and uh, hope you have a, a great week so far. And we'll talk again very soon. Thanks for jumping on, Mandy. No worries. There you go.